Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Paul Hamilton. That's what they called me in college. It's the bone. He has the facts to back up his opinions. People ask me, well, how are the Sabres going to win tonight? I don't have a clue. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I think conventional wisdom would say the Sabres would not have won last night. And then they go out and smoke the Leafs. 9-3, to three, just a couple days after they lose 9-4 to one of the lesser teams in the NHL. Before I get to Paul Hamilton, okay, thank you all who tweeted at me to remind me what Mark's question was, including Mark. I could not remember the last one. He had three things he talked about, and then he wasn't on the line anymore. It was Josh Allen on the injury report. He said, I'm worried. Why is he always in the injury report with the shoulder? So here's the deal. Anytime a player is really getting treatment on something, even if they don't mispractice or they're limited or they're full participants, it's you're going to be listed. You're supposed to be listed. That's the normal protocol. Josh was listed on the injury report several weeks ago with his shoulder. And then he wasn't. And he was a full participant and everything was great. If you remember then, Joe Burrow on that night game gets hurt, has a wrist injury. And there was a, a video of him with a wrist like brace on before the game. And the Bengals actually got investigated by the NFL for whether or not they had a proper injury report with him saying, hey, he was probably something was going on and you didn't list it. So that's a hefty fine. That's That could be doc draft picks. That never happened. They said they didn't violate anything. The next day or so, Josh Allen was back on the injury report and other players around the league were back on the injury report that maybe hadn't been. And I think it's just basically making sure, hey, let's just not get in trouble for anything. He's got any kind of work being done on it. You know, we're going to do that. But anyway, I wouldn't be worried about it, Mark. Yeah, I get it. Like, it's just just means that in some way he's getting some sort of treatment on it, but that would be pretty normal. He's a quarterback. He runs, he throws, and he gets tackled and things like that. But that, to me, is why he's showing up every week, just to make sure they're buttoned up. They don't get in trouble. Hey, if something were to happen, you don't want the league to raise any flags. Why didn't you have him on there? Anything like that. All right. That said, let's get to Paul Hamilton. His appearance is brought to you by Equitable Advisors. Planning for your future is about more than just money. Let Equitable be your guide. And by Raylax Honda. Raylax, we got this. Holy cow, Paul. Um, I think I opened up by saying yeah, the other day to you, what the heck happened? So I'll ask the same question, but with a different kind of tone. What the heck happened last night? You mean you didn't end your show last yesterday by saying the Sabres were going to score nine goals and win? I, I did not do that. It's been 40 <laughs> years, 40, since a team let up nine and then scored nine in their next game. Amazing. I would have thought it never happened if you want the honest to God truth. 1983 um, but, Red Wings. Yeah. Someone had the stat last night. Amazing. It's kind of interesting, too, that the Toronto Maple Leafs were on the back end of that one, too. <laughs> Detroit scored nine goals on them. 
Uh, so that, yeah, you know that's, that's right. Kind of funny that uh, they were they were involved in both of them, but yeah, it just the mystery of this hockey team just continues, and uh, I <laughs> it's just a loss for words. Now there were a couple things that went into this one. I can tell you, talking to Rasmus Dahlin after the game, he was mad. He did not like at all the way Don Granado was treated after the loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. He thought people were taking unfair shots at Granado. He heard the fans yelling to fire Donnie. And as he said, that's crazy to him. And he said it was also a wake-up call to the team. Maybe that they were getting their coach fired, the way they were playing type of a thing. You know, and their co- one thing, whether win or lose, I can tell you this. This is a very, very close team. And what you, you know, they're not just giving lip service with that. And if you attack one of them, you attack all of them. And they acted like that. As he said afterwards, he got too much heat for that other game. He didn't deserve it. And it, he goes, it was us that didn't play well, not him. And uh, he, he mentioned it was a wake-up call. And then I asked other players about it. And Kyle Oposo said, you know, absolutely. But he said, we didn't want to sit here and talk about it. We wanted to go out on the ice and show, you know, that we had Don, Don Granado's back. And Jeff Skinner said the same thing, that they're family. And they wanted to have his back. So that was a big part of motivation for them to play the way they did. But the other thing was, it's the first game all year that their top six forwards were there. And somebody might be Mm. saying, wait a minute, that was Quinn's second game. Well, remember, Skinner wasn't there the first game that Quinn played. Yep. So... They decided, maybe a little late, you know, maybe Don Granado should have decided this even without Quinn in the lineup or that they were just going to forget about trying to play better defense and everything that they were trying to improve on last year. Let's just go out and play like last year. And that's exactly what they did. And Mm -hmm. I thought they played – I know they gave up three goals, but if we're all being honest here, two of the three – Levi would say he should have had. I know he would. Mm-hmm. I mean, Austin Matthews had one shot. He is the leading goal scorer in the National Hockey League with 26. They held him to one shot. It was a shot from the right wing wall that, by the way, went in the net. And it shouldn't have. I mean, he spun. Obviously, he surprised Levi by shooting as he was spinning. He was right on boards. It wasn't screened, it wasn't tipped, it just went right through the pads and into the net. So two of the three goals should should have been stopped. And after two periods, they allowed the number two scoring team in the National Hockey League 15 shots. I thought they were excellent on defense. And what they were doing is now they had the confidence on offense. They, they just played like they did last year. It's like, let's go. You know, all right, we stopped the rush. Let's get the puck up ice with speed. Let's attack. Uh, let's play with pace, and it's the first time they've had the six guys in, in the top six that did that last year and scored a heck of a lot of goals by doing it. So, you know, I thought the good defense led to very good offense last night. Now, let's be honest, too, the Leaf goaltending was horrible also. I mean, Buffalo right. scored some goals that they shouldn't have scored. I mean, 
there, Sam, Samsonov let in at least two that he shouldn't have let in. I mean, the one to Tage Thompson went right under his glove. I mean, and that wasn't a Tage Thompson bullet. Maybe that's what fooled him, that Tage put a changeup on him, and it went right <laughs> under his glove yeah. and in. You know, so, um, but that was last year's team. They just said, you know what, let's just play like we did last year, and it's kind of freewheeling hockey, and let's roll. But in this game, I don't think they sacrificed defense at all. I think they were very good on defense. Interestingly, he put Connor Clifton out there with power. And I've been saying all along, you don't want Connor Clifton playing 20 minutes a game. But he responded. I thought he and power were excellent. Connor Clifton played almost 19 minutes. And what it also did, it got a right-handed shot off playing left defense. You had your three lefties playing left defense, and you had your three righties playing right defense. The third pair was the Johnson. I called them the Johnson brothers. They actually could be father and son, Ryan and Eric Johnson. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Ryan played left. Eric played right. It got Eric off the left side. And uh, I think that would help them defensively too. But I, ever since that Boston game, Connor Clifton, I mean, I didn't have Connor Clifton in eight games having eight assists on my bingo card. I mean, I, I was wondering if he would have eight assists all year because he's not an offensive defenseman. But, um, you know, I thought they killed plays. I thought they were excellent. They were plus five on the night, not that plus minus it means all that much, but still when it's out of whack like this, I usually will mention it. And, and I thought Clifton was very good defensively for them. Well, it's a different animal for the next two games because what I mean is I think you go, go, go against Toronto and use your speed because you can outscore them. Yep, you might you have some chances. As you said, they played really good defense. Now you have the Rangers and the Bruins coming up. I guess the question then is, do you try to button back up or just keep saying, go, go, go if you're Don Granado? I listened to the last night's press conference. I watched it, actually. You were there. I thought it was really interesting how he spoke about getting back to just letting them play like they did last year. I'm just wondering if he's willing to do that against the next two teams, which are a different animal when it comes to not having the same, you know, basically Swiss cheese defense like Toronto does. No, yeah, I, I think they are willing to do it if the Rangers and Bruins will let them. Uh, if they can get to their game and do it, Granado has talked about, you know, he believes in offense. That's how he thinks you win. You you score goals. He also thinks it's boring to sit there and and, and just play all defense. But, you know, he, he realized last year it maybe cost him too many games where they weren't buttoned down defensively, so they tried to – be better at it and they were I mean last night playing the way they did last year it gets back to what I know I know fans and you are probably sick of hearing from me when they play the style that Don Granado wants them to play they 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 are a good hockey team and they usually win they just don't do it enough example again They've done it twice now against the Toronto Maple Leafs. In two games against the Toronto Maple Leafs, they scored 15 goals and beaten them both games. Um, they beat the New York Rangers 5-1 to one by playing the way Don Granado wants them to. You know, the Rangers were turning the puck over, and it was at Madison Square Garden just last month. And the Rangers were turning the puck over, and it, it they they played well. Now it's going to be more. I think it's going to be more difficult tomorrow, 
because the Rangers are not going to be happy campers. The, mm-hmm. Trust me, Peter Laviolette is going to bring up that game that the Sabres beat them 5-1 to one in their building. And I think you're going to see a much better New York Ranger team that shows up. That doesn't mean the Sabres can't win. Anytime the Sabres want to play the way Don Granato wants them to play, they can beat anybody. I, I think they're a very good team. I think that's the, that's the team we thought was a playoff team. You know, and they can be a playoff team. If, if they decide they want to play like that night in and night out, I think they are they are a playoff team. Now, it's going to be hard to get in. I mean, look at how well they played last night. They All they did is keep pace. They didn't gain any ground. They're still seven points out because the out-of-town scoreboard was not kind to them. So, But they won, they had to win a game or they would have been nine points out. So they, they kept pace and are seven points out now. The teams in front of them all have games in hand, but they have to win those games in hand too. Don't forget yep. they aren't they aren't just because they have games in hand doesn't mean they're going to win them all or, or win any. No, of them. So they have to win those games too. And the Sabers need to just keep winning. Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline. Before I let you go, let me ask you about the goaltending situation going forward. Has Devin Levi done enough to kind of retake the net? I guess, um, or do you see him and UPL splitting? And what happens with Eric Comrie right now in the media future? Well, this is the first time he went out of the rotation since Levi's been back. Well, actually, no, I'll say since Lucan has been back from sickness. Levi came back from Rochester. He had to play a few games in a row. Lucan got back, and then they'd been in a rotation. Um, I think that's two games in a row now that Levi Levi got better after the third goal, which absolutely wasn't his fault. That was the shorthanded goal, and mm-hmm. the, you know they wound up passing it for a layup. That wasn't his fault at all. From that point forward, I thought he did make some good saves when he had to, and he was kind of more into the game. But, you know, he did let in two goals that he would want back. So I would think, I would say probably the rotation stays, unless you want to just go with him with the Rangers again and then, you know, see what the what you want to do coming out and, you know, you know see, I don't know if you want to say he's the hot hand, but he did win, mm-hmm. and winning is the most important thing. But I wouldn't say, you know, now the last appearance by Lukanen was that 9-3. I mean, both goaltenders were bad in that game. The whole team was bad. So tw- there were 20 guys that were bad in that game. And, uh, you know, so I could see maybe them going back. And he might have gone out of rotation thinking, well, Levi only played, you know, 20 minutes or whatever it was. I don't remember exactly what it was. So he didn't really get his start. So let's put him back in and. You know, we'll see if it's a rotation again. We'll see if they go back to Lucan in. I don't have any problem with them going back and forth. As long as both goaltenders are playing well, I don't have any problem with them going back and forth. The Bruins make it work perfectly. I mean, they have two good goaltenders in Jeremy Swayman and Lena Solmark. They go back and forth, and it works fine for them. Travel to New York City today or tomorrow? Short trip in before they come back to play the Bruins. It's today where they can't, if they were on the road, they usually are, but they're not this year. So on Tuesday's yeah. game, the Bruins can't come here till the morning. They can't come here mm. the night before because that's still that's the right. mandatory Christmas break for the NHL. So they can't uh, board a plane and come until the morning. And I'm, it's usually the Sabres on the road because when that happens, you know the the players get day rooms. I don't, so I'm at the. We get to the arena for the morning skate on the road, and I'm at the arena all day because you know we. I have we have to wait for the game, then come right back. It's like a preseason game. That's what you do in the preseason. You go down and back, 
on the same day, and that's what teams do on the 27th. Also, quickly, Sal, I want to tell people they might be wondering how come they could they could activate both Skinner and Greenway and not have to do anything and have a 24-man roster. Because of this break, because of this where um, it's a break from putting players on waivers, You can't. it's a freeze on the roster. So you can't put players on waivers, but you can't penalize them and not let them activate people from the injury list. So they are allowed to have, as long mm. as they're under the cap, they are allowed to have 24 players until the roster freezes over, which is you know next week when they get back. And then they got to get the roster back down to 23. So that's why nobody was waived and they have 24 guys because they activated the two. There's the roster freeze. You don't have to do anything with the roster right now. Appreciate that explanation. And real quick, if there's some, if you want to look at some optimism, maybe for the Sabres against the Rangers, Rangers play a back to back. They have the Oilers at MSG tonight. The Oilers just scored six against the uh, Devils. I mean, that's a team that's going to put some stress on them and uh, make them work a little bit, obviously. Uh, on the Oilers' offensive side. So, hey, you never know. Maybe the Sabres catch a little break on a back-to-back in that situation. No, absolutely. You're absolutely right. That that does help the Sabres. I mean, they'll go. They'll practice in Buffalo today, leave for New York. They'll be in their hotels by, what, 4, four o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. have some dinner. They can sit there and watch the game if they want to. Now, New York doesn't have to travel, which is handy. But still, they got to play the back-to-back. Yep. So that's something that can play in the Sabres' advantage if they do it right. Paul, I did not plan on having you on today, but after last night, we had to talk to you. So thank you so much. I know it was short notice. We didn't plan on it. And I said Merry Christmas early in the week, but honestly, this time, Merry Christmas, buddy. I hope you have a great one. Thank you. I, uh, enjoy enjoy California, and you'll be back in time to be with your family for Christmas, so that's great. Yes, it is. I appreciate that. Thanks, Paul. Take care. Paul Hamilton on the West Her Hotline. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We will wrap up this hour and get to 11 o'clock where Josh and Zach take over on the Extra Point Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.